Good morning, church, and what a day that the Lord has made. I hope you felt the presence of the Lord in our time of worship today. You know, this is the very first Sunday of the month, and so I hope also you prepare uh, your elements um, for communion, um, piece of uh, white cracker or bread and, and some juice uh, so that we can have uh, communion after. I, I would invite you to join us on Zoom after service today so that we can enjoy uh, or we can have communion together via Zoom. And so just follow the screen. Also, I want to take this time uh, to allow you to have the opportunity to worship God with your giving. I know many of you are so faithful in your tithe and offering and you know, as a tithe is a tenth of your gross income and offerings above that. Thank you for all those that also give towards the building fund. Um, listen to my announcement that's coming out uh, about that. But I just want to just lift up the offering right now to the Lord as you give via um, all the ways you can electronically. If you would like to send us a check, uh, ask us for the mailing address, uh, send us a text, email us, and we'll give you a mailing address for that. But let's pray right now for the offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the offering. We are grateful that you've given us power to obtain wealth. Bless it, multiply it, use it for your kingdom. Lord, we ask, God, that all of that we have given, let it be used for your kingdom, Lord, for we know that we are sowing into good ground. Bless every person that can hear this. We thank you, Lord, and we say amen in the name of Jesus. God bless you as you give. <clears throat> thank you for the worship, the praise team. You just always do a great job. I'm so proud of y'all. Thank you for leading us, Pastor Jeremiah. God bless you. I want us to go today, and last week I spoke to you about high places, but today, let us look at the book of Psalms 95, and then we're also going to look at the story in Matthew 7, which is very, very familiar for a lot of you. In Psalms 95, uh, verse 1, it says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. You see that? O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock, capital R, of our salvation. Let's look at Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. Now, in this uh, book, Matthew, this is a parable that the Lord Jesus himself shared about the wise man and the foolish man. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. Let's pick it up in verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be likened like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. I want to speak to you on the subject of stand to be blessed. 
stand to be blessed. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, for your word is life. It is everlasting. Let the word leap off the pages and into our heart. Watch over us, Lord. Help us to hear what you want us to hear. Help us to receive what you want us to receive. Help us to understand what you want us to understand. We take authority over the sky above, the ground we stand on, and the air that surrounds us. We bind up everything that's not like you, and we loose, God, revelation. We loose uh, uh, peace and joy, God, and understanding in our midst right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, Lord. We welcome the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Can you stand to be blessed uh, uh, or stand to be blessed? Many, many people uh, read this parable in Matthew 7 and uh, they, they look at it. And, and yes, it's a story. And the rock there, I want to tell you that the rock there represents Christ. We know it represents Christ because uh, uh, in Psalm 95.1, he says, it is the rock of our salvation, the big R rock of our salvation. And so in Matthew 7, the wise man built his house on the rock. I want to tell you that it takes time to build things on a rock. Uh, you know, my wife is an architect and she said that the foundation, she used to tell me the foundation is so important because the stronger, the deeper the foundation, the taller you can build a structure. Brother and sister, that takes time. I remember uh, uh, watching a documentary on these skyscrapers. I didn't realize that the skyscraper, the taller it is, the deeper the foundation has to go. And it takes a lot of work. Many times it takes years to build the foundation before you see the things that are above ground. See, brothers and sisters, you and I are the same way. Uh, if we want to be blessed in the midst of the storm in our life, we have to take time to build our foundation. And oftentimes, it's the things that we do not see that holds up our life. Isn't that amazing? I mean, when you look at a building, right, a beautiful building, um, uh, all these beautiful buildings around the world, the architectural marvel, I think they're beautiful, uh, if you like that kind of thing. And you look at it and you see the beauty, you see the glass, you see the architect, you see the art. Um, but what you don't see are the things underneath. And oftentimes a building or a structure falls or fails is because the foundation wasn't built correctly. It is usually in the same in our life. When things fall, it is because things that are unseen in our life wasn't built correctly or it's been fractured, or it's failed, or we uh, halfway done it. Um, it's just like the man that uh, built his house on the sand. It, maybe his house was beautiful, but the things that it was sitting on was fractured. The things that were sitting on was fault. The things that were sitting on, it uh, uh, wasn't true. See, oftentimes in business, you see a business, it takes time. You see, many times people build business and what we don't see are the endless nights, right? The late nights, the late uh, uh, nights of sweating and, 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 and working and many times in tears. I, you, many of you know that I also have a business and, and many times I was up until two, three in the morning working. 
uh, in the early days, two, three in the morning working, uh, even preparing for sermons. I'm up sometimes late and, and doing these things. I'm not bragging about myself, but I'm just trying to get many of you to realize that it takes years. Many of you are in the medical industry. You see doctors and nurses and, and, and uh, physicians, and they take years of study. Many times you don't even know if they study right? You don't see them do it. They tell you they do it. Um, but the reality is it takes years to build a strong foundation. But most people want to grow things quickly. They want to be just like in this world. We have Insta everything, right? We have instant messaging, instant everything, instant noodles, instant popcorn, instant potatoes, everything be instant. But yet life begins to happen. The Bible says that Jesus says this. He says that in this world, there will be tribulations. But he says, do not fear for I have overcome the world. What does that mean? That he's telling us that if we build our life upon him, right? It will overcome the storms and the tribulation that comes into our life. Think about it for a minute. Here's a man could you imagine that he built his house on the rock? You know, he's got to level it. He's got to chisel away, make a platform, then put it down deep and dig in the earth. There's a there's other version of this parable in the other uh, uh, Gospels. And he's talking about he dug deep within the earth and that he had to dig it deep so that the foundation was strong. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you that the storms will come and we read this storm that the wind will blow and, and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But I want to tell you like this, that rain is a blessing of God. Think about it. Rain is a blessing of God. Without rain, nothing can grow. See, we often read this parable and we think, my goodness, uh, you know, there's storms coming. No, I read this and say, wait a minute. The blessings of God can come to you like rain. You know, in the Bible says this, that he will pour out a blessing that you and I have not room to contain it. Wow. He will pour out. Have you ever seen anybody take a big bucket of water and pour it out. You can't control it. You can't control how fast it's coming. They pour it out and water is running everywhere. The Bible says that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. So if he opens it up, are you built on the rock that you can withstand the blessing of God. Can you stand to be blessed? Because oftentimes we read and say, oh, this is a storm. We don't like storms, rain. No, but rain and flooding is a blessing at times in our life. You know, the great Nile River is very fertile. In the midst of the desert, you got this Nile River running and it fertilizes the desert. But did you know one of the things that they wait for is the annual flooding of the riverbanks? It is the annual flooding of the riverbanks that causes the, the, the desert to be fertile so they can, they can grow things. 
Isn't that amazing? You know, here in Houston, we don't like floods, right? We, we, we don't like floods. We, we see it enough. We don't want it. The streets, people have damaged. Uh, we had the great hurricane, Harvey's a big one where it just dumps so much water. I understand that we look at it as a negative, but if you have gone to places uh, uh, that, or read about places like Egypt where the Nile is coming through, it actually, they wait on the annual flood so that the ground can be fertile. Brothers and sisters, here the wise man says that I am not just building my house to wait on the rain and the flood of the tribulation or trials of my life, but he's also preparing his house to withstand the blessing that God is about to give him. Think about it. There's some people that when they're blessed, they become very gracious, they're good stewards, they're generous. It doesn't destroy them. But when the blessing of those are unwise because their house is not built upon the rock of Jesus, it falls. You know, I read, I've heard uh, stories and I've read stories about people that win the big jackpot of the lottery. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and play the lottery. I'm just saying that I've read stories. I read of a story of a, a, a father, a grandfather who won one of the largest jackpot of uh, lottery and they they visited him about 10 years later and he and he said this he said I wish I never won that he said that it was so much money that I was just giving money away to my family my grandkids and it destroyed their life my uh, and I remember reading a story where he said that one of his grandkids became a drug addict and and there was fighting and bitterness and this he said I wasn't prepared for such a big windfall Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you that because, I don't know if he was a Christian or not, but because we, he wasn't built, his, his life wasn't ready for the windfall or the blessing of that moment, it destroyed him. See, the Bible says this, it said, too much is given, much is required. If you and I want to be blessed by God, we have a requirement. God requires us to make sure that our house is standing upon a firm foundation, that we become good stewards of the things of God. And how can we do that? Let's look at uh, Ephesians 6, 11. Man, I wish I had time to preach this to you. It says in Ephesians 6, 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. I, I, rec I recommend that you read Ephesians 6 there. Uh, we don't have time to get into the whole armor, but let's look at verse uh, 13. It says this, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. See, stand to be blessed. See, when you can build your house, when you can build your spiritual foundation of your life upon the unshakable rock of Jesus Christ, because the word of God says that heaven and earth may pass away, but his word is forever. Brothers and sisters, do not 
I know it sometimes is frustrating, even for our church right now. We're trying to move forward. And I said, man, why are things uh, slowing down? It doesn't seem like we're doing anything. But brothers and sisters, when we can build on a strong foundation, it might not, it might take time. And you, nobody's like, when's going to happen? When is this going to happen? Everybody wants to see the things that's above ground, but the things that are under the ground, the things that no one sees, the late hours that you're praying and reading the word and, 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 and crying out before the Lord, the early hours of praying with the Lord, the, the, the time that you are uh, 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 doing things that nobody sees, that is what is important because then when you build, the things that you build will last, okay? It will last. I want to tell you this. The first thing is the rock is Christ. Remember, the rock is Christ. 1 Corinthians 10, 4 says, and, and all drank the same spiritual rock, for they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. And that rock was Christ. You have to understand, nothing in this world will last unless you build it upon Jesus Christ. Unless you build it on the Word of God, unless you build it on God, who is love, nothing will last. Nothing will last. You know, and when you stand, I want to tell you like this, when you build your house, it's not just for you. Do you know that? Did you know that when you build your life upon the rock on a strong foundation, that when the, the, the rains of tribulation come or the rain of blessing come, did you know that you become a life giver to others? Look, it says, when you stand strong, it brings life to others. 1 Thessalonians 3 and 8 says this, it gives us new life to know that you are standing firm in the Lord. Did you know that the life that you are building right now will save many people? There are going to be people that come to you and say, man, I've seen you go through so many things. How did you stand? How? And you become, the, you are the person going to bring glory to God. You are the person that's going to give God glory. You are the person that's going to give life to many people that might be hurting. They might have no hope. They might be going through, and they're like, how did you do it? And when you are blessed, they're going to wonder, say, man, how are you so blessed? And from that blessing, you can bless others. From that blessing, you can bless others. So when you stand strong for God, it brings life to other people. You know that you're not just building your life just for you, but you become a place of help to other people. When you stand, you also won't be entangled in bondage. See, when you, when you stand on God's word, it gives you a clear way to live and you won't be in bondage. See, here in Galatians 5.1, it says this. It says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Wow. When you stand, you give life. When you stand, it gives place of refuge for others. When you stand, it brings glory to God and a testimony and a testimony to his goodness. When you and I stand, it becomes a blessing. That's why I say stand to be blessed. You have to stand firm and say, God, I believe your word. Your word is 
right. Your word is honest. Your word is true. It is everlasting. Brothers and sisters, when the blessing of God comes, can you stand to handle that blessing? Can you stand to be a good steward? Can you stand and not allow it to destroy you? Can you stand to become a life-giving source to many people? It encourages people. It's only, I, I had a person text me this week, and they heard a sermon a couple weeks ago about when I was sharing about my sister who her house you know, was damaged and it was flooded. And I went over there, and I just said, Sorry, sister. And her and her husband, my brother-in-law, said something. He just says, you know what? Don't be sorry, brother. It's just stuff. You know, it, it's just things. You know, we have our health. We have our family. We have God. And this person that texts me says, you know, they said to me, they said, I, I wish my family would th see things like that. See, brothers and sisters, you never know that when you stand for God on the firm's foundation, how much life, how much encouragement, how much of a place of refuge that you give to other people. Build your life upon Jesus. You know, I know right now you're thinking, oh man, I'm struggling, but spend time where nobody sees. It's just like building that foundation. Nobody sees this guy building his house on the rock, slaving away slowly. It, sometimes it seems slow. Sometimes there seems to be a delay. But I promise you, when you build on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, when the blessing comes, when the storm comes, you're going to stand and not only be a blessing for yourself and your immediate family, but you become a life and a blessing to those that are around you. Can you stand? Stand to be blessed. Stand to be blessed. But you have to stand on the right place. You know, when there's a storm coming, nobody wants to stand on a, on a, a foundation full of sand. They want to stand on something sturdy. They want to stand on a rock. Right? When the storm is coming and the waters are beating down, you want to stand on things that don't move. You want to stand on the things that don't wash away because when God blesses you and you're on the right foundation, your character won't change, your life won't change. But not only that, God, people are going to look and say, man, they are so blessed. And look at their life. They have great family, they, their mind, they're using their blessing and their talent. They're using it for the good of others and bringing life to those. See, brothers and sisters, everybody wants to just boom. Just everybody wants to see the glitz and the glam and the beauty. But the most important thing is the things that no one sees. I want to ask you a question. Are there things in your life right now that nobody sees? Are there things that you're building your life on that's fleeting? Are there things that you're building your life on that by a storm it just wash away? Maybe it's your thinking. Maybe it's the way you're living. Maybe it's the way you're talking. Maybe you're building your life on things that is like sand in your hand. It just slips away when you hold on. It's not real. It, it's, it's, just, it's just fleeting. If you, you know, there are things that you want to get back and say, Lord, it's a lot of work because nobody, it's, it's hard work to build on solid ground. You've got to dig it up. You've got to work hard. It's sweat. But I promise you when the storm comes, 
and the, the storm of the trials of life or the outpouring of the blessing of God. When it comes, you'll be able to stand. Maybe it's you right now. Uh, you're dealing with marriage and you're like, man, we got to build our life. Maybe you're building a family. You've got children. Make sure you build it on the foundation of Jesus Christ, the foundation of God's word that never changes. Make sure that you're building it so when you, the storms come and when the blessing come, you're able to stand in the blessing of God. Let me pray for you right now. And I know, I wish I had time. There's so much revelation I could give you about how this man built his home and what is he doing and all these things. But I just want to give you that simple word that you must stand and stand on God's word to be blessed. Let me pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I pray for those that are listening. And the Lord, no matter where they are, maybe there's certain parts of their uh, spiritual life that is on great ground and solid ground, and maybe there's other areas that are on uh, uh, ground that is not so sure. Heavenly Father, show them, and so guide them and give them the understanding, the wisdom. What kind of life do they want? What kind of marriage do they want? What kind of kids do they want? What kind of uh, business life do they want? Lord, let them see it and begin to teach them and bring people to them that will guide them so they can build the proper foundation. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you this, just as the Lord just reminded me, that many people do not know how to build. I'm not a builder, but there are people that are experts at building. Those are the people you consult in the same way in the spiritual life. We, you have access to me. You have access among our leaders in the church. They can help you build and stand on a solid foundation for your life that's in the spirit so that you can bring the glory of God. Bless you this uh, morning. Join us right after for our communion service. We love to see your face and pray for you. Um, and if you need prayer, just come on right after and we'll pray for you. But have a great week. May the Lord be with you. May his face shine upon you. May his presence and his grace walk with you this week. In the name of Jesus, I love you. God bless you. Have a great week.